This podcast has been produced by Spirit FM, your proper local radio station that's been serving the West Sussex community for 24 years and now, more than ever, Community Matters. Welcome to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the heartwarming and remarkable stories coming out of West Sussex during these difficult days. So whatever you are up to today, we have the stories of people going above and beyond to help us remember that even in the toughest of times, there really is a positive perspective from our community to keep you going. Coming up on today's podcast... A local charity having to take an unusual tact on their annual fundraiser. At a time like this, there was a number of things we needed to do, and one was to think innovatively. So what we decided to do was to continue with our big sleep out, but get people to do it in their own homes. The story of a six-year-old boy who has shocked many with the huge success of his charity fundraising scheme. He aimed for £100, and me and his dad thought we'd have to put a lot of that in, because it was the current climate we just kind of thought well no one's got a lot of money but it just blew us away and just in case you missed it the small matter of spirit fm giving away five thousand pounds (laughs) (laughs) gary (laughs) you did it that is exactly what the secret sound was But first, let's begin with the tale of two men taking on an incredible charity challenge for a cause close to their heart. David Risebrow recently spoke to me about the epic challenge and why they chose to embark upon it. Myself and my friend Will, who's also my coach, we're both triathletes. Actually, on Sunday, we should have been in Italy racing a half Ironman event. And obviously, we were pretty disappointed that we couldn't go because of the COVID crisis. So we decided, well, you know, why don't we do something a little bit different and do the race anyway, but at home without leaving the house. So basically, we agreed that we would try and do the entirety of the acquired distance of a half Ironman, which is 90 kilometres on the bike and then a half marathon. Obviously, the difficult we had was uh, the swim part. We weren't going to be able to find a big enough lake to do 1.9 kilometres in. So we managed to get a bit inventive. We actually ended up doing the swim in children's paddling pools with a leash attached to our feet to hold us in place so we could still turn our arms over. So in total, we did a 30-minute swim. We ended up doing 105 kilometres on an indoor bike trainer. And then we both ran a half marathon. Will did it around his garden and I did it in a treadmill in the garage, um, which was very pleasant. Hats off to you. So much respect. And can I just say, I did see the video of you doing the swim with your legs tied up. How did that work? That must have felt so surreal. It is a bit odd, and the pool was slightly too shallow, so my hands kept hitting the bottom. But (laughs) it did the job. I'm not sure I'll be rushing back in any time soon, but, you know, it enabled us to at least complete the three, you know, normal segments of a triathlon. It it was fun, and it added a bit of humour to the day, and the kids found it hilarious. My wife had a bit of a job stopping them from jumping in and joining me at one stage, but, yeah. It was good fun. Were you and Will, were you keeping in communications the whole way through? Yeah, so we had kind of live FaceTimes in the morning, so we both tried to start at the same time, and then throughout the day we were speaking to each other. So there's loads of support, loads of encouragement throughout the day. The NHS is a very special place in your heart, doesn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, I worked for the NHS for sort of over 15 years in the ambulance service and my wife is a nurse at Worthing Hospital as well and that's why we chose Love Your Hospital charity and they raise funds for the Western Sussex hospitals, specifically St Richard's, Worthing and Southland. And all three of those sites really have you know, had a big part in, in both my wife's and my life over the years. So it was kind of a natural choice really and I'm pleased to say that we've raised nearly £2,500 for them and it's just good to know that that money is going to go to the local hospitals that have been looking after the people in the local areas and also to the trust where my wife works. She's been on the front line as a COVID ITU nurse for the past seven weeks. So, you know, we've been a, a high-risk household, as it were. Hence the reason why we did this kind of stay-home challenge, because we've really supported principles of lockdown and, you know, looking after ourselves and our families. And to have raised so much money, because you weren't anticipating that much, were you? No, not at all. I didn't even set a limit on it. I didn't want to. And we've had something like over 90 people donate money, you know, given the fact that it's not an easy time at the minute. Some people might be struggling financially. The fact that they can still put their hands in their pockets and, and give money towards these sort of things is, is amazing. If anyone's listening and is in awe of your accomplishment and wants to donate <laughs> a little bit of money themselves, how can they go about doing that? So you need to go to the Just Giving website, which is justgiving.com and if you search Dave and Will's Stay Home Challenge, you'll be able to see a rather fetching photo of myself and Will and you'll be able to donate through that and if people want to search for me on social media, it's just David Brisebrow. There's links on there as well. Yeah, if people want to donate, that would be amazing. I'm aching just thinking about it. Much respect. And again, if you would like to donate to this wonderfully deserving cause, it's justgiving.com forward slash Dave and Will's Stay Home Challenge. Now, normally at this time of year, Stone Pillow would be gearing up for their big sleep out event. However, with lockdown still in place, the team have had to think up something a little different. As the chief executive of Stone Pillow for Chichester and Bognor Regis, Hilary Bartle, explained to Ian Crouch. We felt that at a time like this, there was a number of things we needed to do, and one was to think innovatively. So what we decided to do was to continue with our big sleep out, but get people to do it in their own homes. So that is what we're proposing to do on the 16th of May. It's not just as simple as it sounds. We are getting people to sleep in somewhere different than their bed. So they can choose anywhere. And I think it's to reflect that we see people who are sofa surfers and we work with people who are rough sleepers who don't have a steady bed for the night. And so it's trying to just get people to feel aware of what it feels like to sleep, have to sleep somewhere different than your own comfy, cosy bed. Yeah, well, normally you'd be sort of, you'd be building cardboard box uh, beds and things, wouldn't you, for yeah. the big sleep out? So people can do that. They can grab a big cardboard box and maybe sleep in that or create something out of it, I suppose. Absolutely. That's the intention. So if it's a nice, a nice evening... If people and their families want to get together and build a big cardboard city in their back garden, that would be really good, and take some photos for us and send them through. And we'll still have the same competition, so take a picture of the silliest place you could sleep or the most beautiful place you've made in terms of a cardboard palace or just somewhere simple if you're going to sleep out under the stars. A picture of you sleeping out under the stars would be good as well. Um, But, yeah, we're trying to make it a bit different but actually get the same feel to raise the awareness and, of course, trying to raise some funds because we are doing a tremendous amount more in this COVID time and we're having to do it for less money because, obviously, we're not getting the income in that we would normally be bringing in through fundraising events and through our restore 
store which is temporarily closed. So just remind me of the sort of things that Stone Pillow do on a daily basis. We're primarily here to work with those who are homeless, vulnerably housed and rough sleeping. And we work across Chichester and Bognor and we provide temporary accommodation and support for those who are in need and for those who are wanting help in terms of finding somewhere in their future. So we basically are there to enable and support people to get back on track, to give them help and advice with their mental health and physical health issues and obviously we work with people who are recovering from addictions too. It's great work that you do and the little big sleep out at home of course is, is all about raising funds to continue the mm. great work that you do. So you've said that people can camp out in their garden, they can do something indoors of course if they don't have a garden or maybe yep. it's going to rain on the night, uh, they can do something indoors, just create something. Absolutely and we want people to have a bit of fun so what we're also doing is we're going to be streaming some entertainment in the afternoon and in the evening and to get your information packed please go to our website www.stonepillow.org.uk and you can actually get hold of our, our information pack which goes along with the little big sleep out at home and also register for the event so you can register through our Eventbrite page and we're asking for as little or as much as you can donate. We know it's difficult for everybody, but donate a little just means so much to us. Uh, and we're really keen for you just have some fun as well, particularly with kids, because I know everybody's struggling at home, keeping everybody entertained. <laughs> Hilary Bartle there. And again, to find out ways in which you can help, do go to stonepillow.org. UK. Now, sadly, due to COVID-19, many charities are struggling, what with fundraising events being cancelled and charity shops having to close their doors. But this inspired six-year-old Arlen West, whose fundraising effort went beyond all expectations. I spoke to both Arlen and his mum, Natalie, to find out more. Can you tell us what you did? Raise money for the camera rescue. Was this all your idea? Yes. That's amazing. So what did you do to raise the money? Rode my bike. So you walked and cycled ten miles over six days to raise this money, didn't you? Yes. And do you know how much money you raised? £1,000. <gasps> Which is amazing. Now, your mum's there with you, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, we're all here. Oh, Natalie, you must be so immensely proud. Oh, most definitely. He aimed for £100, and me and his dad thought we'd have to put a lot of that in. Because <laughs> in the current climate, we just kind of thought, well, no-one's got a lot of money. Of course, £100 yeah. a bit deep. But it just blew us away. And the more he was into it and geared to do it, I think everybody sort of got on board with it. It was really great. It's such a wonderful thing. And was it his idea? Did he just come up with it? Yeah, he does quite a bit of fundraising over the, the last 18 months, two years. All, all of a sudden, out of the blue, he'll go, oh, I want to raise for so-and-so now. And, and he'll come up with an idea and he'll run with it. And literally. Last... <laughs> yeah, literally. As <laughs> a six-year-old to raise £1,000. And the Cat and Rabbit Rescue Centre, is that something that's a little bit close to his heart? He's very much an animal boy, aren't you? Yeah. And you've got a cat and you like the rabbits. And they came into school a little while back and did a talk, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, a thousand pounds that's going to make such a difference to the cat and rabbit rescue center that level of money oh most definitely and like i said with their shops being shut i think that's one of their major income supports is, is through their shops and of course obviously they've lost that link at the moment so it's mm. going to go a long way to feeding lots of cats and lots of rabbits <laughs> well natalie as i said you must be incredibly proud and arlen you are an absolute legend for doing what you did have you got any other projects on the horizon 
season. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> it won't be long, will it? Well, Arlen, huge congratulations. And I know the Cat and Rabbit Rescue Centre are just so incredibly grateful because they're the people that actually got in touch with us to let us know oh, here at Spirit, really? just to thank you. So on behalf thank of them you. and everyone listening, thank you so much. Thank you ever so much, guys. What an inspirational little chap. Now, our final slice of positive news was around eight months in the making. Yes, on a daily basis, the good people of West Sussex were left scratching their heads as to what a certain secret sound could be. And finally, Gary in Littlehampton was the person to reveal the answer. A small matter of £5,000 at hand. So how long have you had an inkling that you know what the secret sound is? I've been trying to get through for about a week and a half, but um, I've been trying different things at, at work and at home, so and video <laughs> cording them and, and seeing if it sounds right. Wow, there is a lot of commitment to this. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> OK, right, Gary, are you ready to play? Yes, I certainly am. OK, let's do this. Just your sheer level of dedication alone, Gary, I'm wishing you well. So, this is The Secret Sounds. For £5,000, what do you think it is? I think it's a paint roller, um, and in particular I think it's removing and then refitting the roller, um, just simply because I've been doing my loft conversion painting. OK, well, let's see if that is the right answer. Best of luck to you. (laughs) (laughs) Gary! (laughs) You did it! That is exactly what the secret sound was! (laughs) I'm in absolute complete shock. Congratulations, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, shocked. That, that is amazing. That, so, oh, wow. That, do you know, I didn't even ask you what you're going to do with the money. Um, probably carpet for the conversion <laughs> or something similar. That is just, I'm so over the moon for you, darling. £5,000. <laughs> Who's that I hear in the background? That's my wife, Nikki. Oh, I, was she with you? Did she agree with you? Yes, yes. In fact, I, I think we were discussing it together and, and, yeah, she was like, well, you can go on and do it. Gary, huge congratulations to you. That is just absolutely amazing. Uh, proper made my end of the week. <laughs> I hope it's made yours as well, actually. <laughs> it certainly has. It's going to be a wicked weekend. You've been listening to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the good things that have been happening across West Sussex. So we can remember that during these difficult days, there are remarkable things happening and remarkable stories developing here in the heart of our community. Please join us again next time and enjoy the positive perspective from Spirit FM.